sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That is Sean Sides. And that is Tom Sides. How you doing, big man? I'm doing well, buddy. It's been like a month. What's going on? I have. Uh, it's been a while since we've attempted doing a podcast. What's going on? Oh, you know, just life busy. It's funny. Like we haven't taken a break from doing the podcast really ever. We've pretty much always hit the break. There's been a couple two week moments where we have one in the bank, so we're like, ah, oh, fuck it. But this is like our first time having a like significant break from doing a podcast, which has been interesting. I've learned a few things in our time off, so it's been uh, some time for self-reflection on, you know, what we do and how we do it and stuff. Nice, so you finally nailed the Pythagorean theorem. Pretty much, yeah. Perfect, I'm so proud of you. A plus B equals C, buddy. It fucking took a while, but holy shit. Once you, it opens up a whole... That's not it. What's that? That's not it, though. A plus B equals C. A squared plus B squared plus B squared equals C squared. Yeah, exactly. Dude, those squares are important, brother. <laughs> Fair enough. No, I'm just fucking around, obviously, like usual. Nothing too much new, crazy, just uh, living life, you know? All yep. that kind of shit. No. Like, it's it's crazy to think, like, what has changed in a month. And one thing for sure is the Oilers fucking record. <laughs> Went from being one of the worst teams in the league to now on a seven-game winning streak. I want to just paint you a picture. Well, uh, now eight, eight, game. eight as of last night. Yeah. Eight. We, they beat Chicago yeah. last night. Um, I was, I'll paint you a little picture about eight games ago. Uh, maybe 10 because that was the night they fired Woodcroft. I was standing in the bathroom with the lights off singing. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I went, I watched the other suck for, most of my life, you know what I mean? The early successes, I remember the 1990 Cup, but it's yeah. most of my life they've been in not the greatest place. So I was starting to see reflections of that coming back, and it was fucking scary. It was like, yeah. I, I don't know, you know, and it is like I'm an all weather fan, whether my team's doing good or bad, I fucking bleed oil forever, you know, and it's. It was hard. I, people are like, you know, they know I'm an Oilers fan, a huge one. So they're like, what's going on with your team? What's going on? I'm like, it's everything. It's not one thing. It's fucking everything. But Yeah. No, that's fucking nuts. Uh, like, it's, it, like, I can relate in the sense of being a Bears fan. Because, like, they haven't been to the Super Bowl since 2006. Yeah. And then they've barely been a playoff team ever since. Yeah. No, it's hard to watch sometimes to, but I mean, that's the fun of the sport, right? Even everybody likes an underdog story too, you know? And when you come into the Mm -hmm. season expecting to be the Kings, you know, or at least attempting to be the Kings and then not the LA ones, but the like, you know, royalty, blah, blah, blah ones. I thought I'd clarify just in case. Um, we, I don't know. It's, sometimes it's good to have moments that knock you down in life, right? So you can get yourself back up and get back to where you need to be. But I'm sad about Woodcroft. I really did like him, but he, he clearly must have lost the room or something. Like something was going on behind the scenes. I don't, you know, I think we'll eventually hear the full story. I don't know what it is. But. Well, there's so many things going on in the NHL. You don't know really what goes behind closed doors, right? I mean... He, he clearly what something wasn't working and something had to be done. And, yeah. you know, you see now the result, now that the coach has changed, the, the approach is different. Games yeah. are being won now. Yeah. So, and it's like the tiniest yeah. things, dude, because the, some of the games we, like we were losing. Yeah. There was a couple where we were like embarrassed, but there was a lot that could have gone either way. So it's like yeah. tough. And Woodcroft was our like winningest coach. So it's, like in the last many, many years. So it's one of those ones where you're just like, it was working. Why did it just stop working? So, yeah, that's the sport, right? And that's every sport. Sometimes the recipe ain't right. And if Ken Holland and the president of hockey operations saw something that we didn't see and figured it was time to like make a, 
make action. Like you said, it's worked. We got eight in a row now. Things are looking up. Yeah. We're one point away from a playoff spot right now with three games in hand on a couple teams. So, I don't know. I love people talking about playoffs in December. Because like, it always comes down to the fucking wire. Yeah. And I was talking to my buddy about the Detroit Red Wings. He goes, like, they're in the playoffs right now. I'm like, yeah, like right now. Yeah. Like, talk to me when Vancouver they fucking... Too. Yeah, they're having a great yeah. season, but it, that can end very quickly. Yeah, I said last night I was chatting, and uh, I brought up the point that I don't mind Vancouver doing as good as they are right now because every Vancouver fan that I know is like, we're winning the Cup. We got locked in. There's no fucking way we're not winning the Cup this year. This is our year. And I'm just like, oh, it's gonna, the fall is going to be large <laughs> for that fan base. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what happens too, right? Once you get a little bit cocky, like look at Toronto Maple Leafs fans. Yeah, yeah. Like, I watched them too. Hey, off and on. Yeah, but like I'll tell you this right now. Like I watch. I went to Chicago recently. Met up with some of the guys from Earth Eight Nine Four. But I went to a Chicago Blackhawks game while I was there. Yeah, and I watched the, the them play the Leafs, and in true Toronto fashion, I watched them. Uh, Blow a three-one lead. Oh lose, wow! Uh, so they lose. so Chicago won the game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so they that won four-three. Nice. You went with one of the guys from their podcast. You said, yeah, yeah. I went with Devin from. Okay. Uh, had he been to a game? Info. Not for a long time, but he had okay. been to. Well, he must before. have had a hell of a time then. Oh, it was great, buddy. I gotta say, and like I've been to a few arenas now. Like I. I say that, but like, like I guess I still have many more to check off. Chicago fans are fucking amazing. Yeah, it is a wild fucking time at uh at the United Center. Like, it is a wild fucking time. Nice. It is um like so the what I lo- like first and foremost. So they do the O Canada for because the Toronto was playing. Then they do the U.S. national anthem. Whole crowd does not stop cheering the whole fucking time it was star spangled awesome everyone was like applauding and cheering and wooing and then when they had the flag was still there like the whole crowd started pointing at the flag where it was at the other end of the ring (coughs) excuse me and that was just like a beautiful sense of like u.s pride to see like i find it so funny as canadians that we are that way like it was the same thing for me when i was in fenway and they sang the national anthem it just you feel that you can really appreciate the love that Americans have for their country in those moments. You're just like, fuck yeah. yeah. Like, and we're Canadians, so we can just jump on board and be happy about everything and be like, this is fucking yeah. awesome. Like, I was one of like 11 people singing the Canadian national anthem. Had a boy. And then, like, but then, like, I watched, like, but just like non stop cheering and woos. It wasn't, it was honestly, it was a sight to behold. Yeah, that'd be fun. And then the, and then the game starts, and you fucking get into it, and the cheering, and the the comments, and all this stuff. I I gotta say, Seth Jones on the fucking Blackhawks, fucking is a liability. I don't understand how he has a fucking job in the NHL. Holy yeah. fuck, what a waste! We of had a fucking Caleb Jones for was. a while. They're brothers, and I felt the same thing about him at times. And he's not, you know. Holy fuck. He was brutal to fucking want. A lot of misplays. It was a miracle that Chicago ended up winning. Did um, Bedard score while you were then, there? No, but he, he uh, like, you were able to point him out. Uh, he had a good game. Nice. Uh, uh, they had one player on the team that got a hat trick. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, did and you then, uh, watch last night's game? I'm assuming not because it's so fucking late your time. Bedard scored a dirty goal on us the first period. Yeah. Like, early, it was like, oh, fuck, here we go, but. Yeah, we had the unfortunately we had the Calgary game on because we just didn't have access to the Edmonton. That's the one thing that sucks about being in the East Coast. You only get certain regional games, so you won't like depending on where they are. We won't even get like a Montreal Canadiens game. It's fucking brutal. That's crazy. I get yeah, it. It's just though, how I it guess. works. Like the, yeah, the NA, like that's the thing the NHL and TSN and ESPN got to fucking fix. Every game should be fucking available to everybody. I don't 100%. understand. Why they have these exclusive things with like TNT and all this stuff? All like, it does is that, hurt like, the league. That is, it it just 
why like you know like people that love hockey can't watch it unless you yeah. have like the nhl network and even if you have the nhl network you still don't get all the fucking games oh for sure that's so stupid yeah i can imagine like example you this is a perfect example to the nhl if you had every Oilers game and you were watching them because you know they start at decent times you have a couple buddies over you guys have some drinks you could be creating Oilers fans in your territory potentially people that don't really watch hockey but you work with them and they're like oh tom likes it and then they get into it right because it's fucking exciting and a good sport and we happen to have one of the best players in the world you fucking you know you could bring that's what they're missing is like yeah sure divisional games and stuff like that are nice to see in your area but the the catch is like if there's a florida fan in edmonton and he can show other people like he might just bring a couple more fans to their fan base from that area. That's the benefit of like broadcasting it nationwide times two. Right. Yeah. No, I I'm I'm with you a hundred percent on there. It's just, it's fucking nuts to me. The lack of like, when you want to watch a game, not all of them are available and all that stuff. So yeah, no, we had to settle for the, Calgary Vegas game last night, which was a bit of a fucking nail biter, which was nice to see. Yeah, I was Vegas pulled it out in the end. I saw. Yeah, it's interesting how well they're doing. You know what I mean? Vegas, they're gonna still be a team to beat down the stretch. I feel like, which is um, interesting. You know what I mean? There's if all the stars align, the Oilers might just have a chance to fix what they fucked up last year and take them out, or Vegas. I mean, like you said, we're talking about the playoffs in December. I get a little ahead of myself. The Oilers, first of yeah. all, have to make the fucking playoffs. It's one of my favorite things in the whole world is when people just, yep, yeah, no, we got it's locked in. Yeah. All right, buddy, it's fucking October. It's not locked in. Let's, There's a really funny the, video that the guy from Oilers, one of the guys from Oilers Nations put out. Um, it was Cupper Bust was like the saying in Edmonton leading into this season, Cupper Bust. And then after we like our horrific fucking um, falling out there, he made a video of himself standing in his house like, yeah, Cupper Bust, Cupper Bust. And then himself outside the window banging on the glass while it was raining like, no, no. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. So it was like, touche, sir. <laughs> But that's like the that's vibe in Edmonton fun. going into it. it was like this is our fucking year, and then you just get like brutalized game after game after game, and it was just it was fucking. Whew. Oh, it gets wild, man! It gets wild. But like, it, it's a, it's an interesting thing. Your pool and, must uh, be going haywire this year with McDavid and Drysaddle not number one and number two. If people selected them at the top and all that I'll shit, tell too, you this like, right now. What's that? I'll tell you this right now. The guy that has McDavid is in last place. <laughs> oh, fuck. That never happens. Yeah, that's funny. I was thinking about yeah. thinking about you on that one. Just like, oh, that's got to make it a more even yeah. playing field. Yeah. Kucherov's I, like, I, fuck I, yeah. I started, I started to move up. But the, the guy that beat me last year is now way ahead of everyone by like 100 points. Oh, nice. Fun, fun. Yeah, like he's got all these like, he's doing well. He's got all these like trades going and whatnot, and just figuring all his shit out. But yeah, I want to talk to you a little bit more about the Blackhawks game because yeah. I got to tell you, uh, um, the Chelsea Danger, the the song that they play when they score, fucking gets you. It, 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 it's so good. It's so good. It's just that when they score and it's fucking amazing. And the crowd goes wild. You get like everyone like Chicago's a fucking hockey city, man. Yeah, it is. And then you forget. Yeah, no, but you forget that kind of thing. Like you like being from Canada, right? You go on like, nah, like Canada's like, like. We're all hockey. No, the fucking Blackhawks fans are there, and they're amazing. And I was rocking my Chelios jersey. I bought this hat at the game. Fucking waited all game. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be frugal this trip. I'm gonna leave with uh, I'm gonna leave with a good chunk of U.S. money. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be okay. And then the guy gets a hat trick. You know what happens when someone gets a hat trick at the United Center? Twenty percent off on all hats. 
Nice. So I was like, "Fuck." No, what? No, I'm still not gonna. I'm, not, I'm still not gonna go. And then like Devin goes, like, "Well, you know, you know, you like hats." Like I was talking about, it, like you like hats. You, you got to get a souvenir. You might as well take a look. So we go to one kiosk. Didn't see any hats. I like nothing stood out. Go to another one again. Nothing really. Then we go to like the main store, and I look high and low, and I find like a fitted cap that looks like this. Uh, something uh, not not my size, okay. But then we take a little wrong. Then I find this one. This one. Look at this fucking beauty. Okay, you got the uh, the the side patch logo, so it's not like a common one. And then you got the actual logo on the fucking side with a little razzle dazzle on the back. Hmm. Yeah, it's a pretty lit up hat for sure. Then it was ten bucks cheaper than all the other hats. And then on top of that, 20% off. I had no choice but to buy it. We like bargains, buddy. We like a good bargain. And and I'll tell you this. And another weird thing, and I'm starting to notice, like, the more I go to the States, they don't accept cash anymore. Really? Like, like since pandemic. Like, so when I went to Denver uh, last month, the, or or in October rather they um they didn't like take cash on certain days so when i went there and bought a hat i had to use the credit card it was just weird because like as a canadian you kind of go with like some american money now you're better off taking like 200 bucks and then whatever you were going to spend just put it all in the credit card yeah, no, that's super true. That's kind of what we did when we went. And I've noticed, I've heard other experienced travelers telling me the same advice is like, you don't really need cash these days, you know, and your bank automatically converts it as well, like through a lot of the uh, debits yeah. that people have nowadays or credit cards, obviously. But yeah, it's funny how that works. Eh? One thing I do like having cash though is like you can physically see how much you're spending and like what you, like you can, yeah, it's easy to keep tap. a better budget. It's so easy to tap. Yeah, I don't so like, like that, that either. <laughs> so that game was fucking unreal. Uh, one of the guy I can't remember his name. He got a fucking hat trick. First, I think it was his first NHL hat trick. Fucking hell of a game. Fucking Leafs lose. Chicago wins. I'm having a fucking time. Then Devin takes me out for uh, Chicago deep dish. Dude, like I know that there's a Chicago deep dish in Edmonton. Not the fucking same. No, this of course thing, not. Oh my god, was this fucking good? Yeah, that's cool. He know like was it a place that he frequents? So like the main like there's like there's a chain called Giordano's, which yeah. is like the Chicago deep dish. But apparently like there's some other places to try. Like, but all the like the legendary places had become chains. Makes sense. Yeah. So so Giordano's is like the the, the spot to get like a deep. Yeah. So it was fucking delicious. Um, I had that fucking. I stayed at Louis' place the day, so I got there American Thanksgiving, the Thursday, as we call it, Thursday. But uh, we got there on American Thanksgiving. His wife Hannah cooked up a beautiful turkey dinner, so I finally, like the first time in a couple years, I get Thanksgiving. Nice, amazing. <clears throat> That'd be so much they fun to like, celebrate American Thanksgiving like that with staying in an American's home and stuff like that. Right? It must have been a hoot, dude. The hospitality that uh, Louis and like his family gave me, unrivaled. It was beautiful. Like I felt like one of the family. Cool, that's awesome. It was, it was, it was really nice. So that the first night was just like a chill day. I, I land at the airport. Thanksgiving, family. Uh, Louis, like uh, wife's family, comes over. I meet them. Very lovely people. Have a nice meal. We shoot the shit. We hang out. That's day one. Like super simple. Day two, uh, Devin picks me up. The hockey game's at one in the afternoon. We putz around. He, we, we get the pizza after. Then he takes me downtown Chicago where they have this German Christmas market where you would have been in fucking heaven. Yeah, it sounds cool. You fucking love this shit. Oh, so yeah. they had these uh, glue wine thing that they were selling. It's like a hot booze thing. Devin doesn't drink and neither does uh, Louie, but I do. So I got one. 
and it came with this like lovely little mug of the Christmas market. Oh, cool! In Chicago, that's cool. Like, like a little keepsake. Yeah, and so like I did that, got Hillary a Christmas decoration, uh, and stuff for a tree. She's rather particular about her Christmas decor, so I had to be careful with what I got. Gotcha. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then. And then, uh, yeah, so that was like that that day. The next day, the reason I went was fucking Survivor Series wrestling uh, wrestling event. Now, you can scoff and do whatever you do. Dude, the fucking event was awesome. I won't, yeah, carry on. You, you go ahead and you tell me all about it, Tom. Okay. There was, it was the War Games match. That's two side-by-side rings in a ca- uh, surrounded by a cage. And, like, it was fucking awesome. They had the women's match and the men's match. All of the matches were, like, really fucking cool. Some high-flying. You get fucking into it when you're in the crowd. And then the top it all off, a wrestler that was there, that left 10 years ago in, like, he fucking, like, left the, contra- uh, left the company, broke his contract. None of this is story. He just, like, he fucking leaves. Mm-hmm. Makes his makes his return 10 years later in his hometown of Chicago. The fucking crowd erupts. It's it was wild. It was just uh, a cool event to be at. I'll send you some videos of like cuz I got some good videos of like like the people like jumping off the cage. Like one chick puts a fucking garbage can over her and then just leaps off the cage and like hits five other people. You can it's never dope. balk at the level of athletics required to do some of the stunts that they do that's for sure you know what i mean yeah yeah uh, i can attest because a lot of fighters went from uh the ufc into wrestling and i know what type of athletes they were so it's and if you know obvious that it takes a lot to be able to do that and if it's enough for them to keep doing it then it must feed that inner warrior inside of them you know what i mean yeah i think they get like that intensity in there like it's a different way of doing things and but it's, of course. it was fucking it was but so it also cool. means you're not going to get your head knocked off and like braiding concussions and shit like and fighters that can't. not 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 uh not true i mean well you, you could can't. have if something goes terribly wrong then obviously yeah but like brock lesnar was a fucking beast in the ufc but he ended up getting diverticulitis and wasn't able to like train to be able to compete in the UFC anymore because of that. And that's what yeah. took him out. But, you know, he's able to still you know, have he was, a career. He was a wrestler first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A collegiate, like, very good wrestler all through college, all through university. He's a badass. Mm-hmm. Fucking Kurt Angleman, 1996 gold medalist at, at the yeah. Olympics. Very true. Yeah. That's some real shit for sure. Wrestling's R- fucking hard. Rondo. Yeah. But anyway, it was a fucking wild event. Cool. And then, uh, then Sunday was like a chill day. I saw the the Marvels with uh, Devin and Louie. You like it? I I really liked it. It's getting I crushed it by reviews. I was like, Ugh. I don't un- I don't understand why. Because yeah. to me, it was it was refreshing as fuck. Really? It was they, like it was so much fun. I found. Huh. And then the post credit scene, I could have come right fucking there when I saw it. I don't want to spoil it for you because I want you to experience firsthand the way I did. Sounds and it good. was a thing of fucking beauty. But um, I loved the movie. I thought everything was refreshing. I thought the com- the girl that plays Kamala is charming as fuck. I like, like... Kamala is from the, uh, like, Marvel. Miss Mar- Miss Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. a good actress. Uh, I thought she was charming as fuck. I love her character of Miss Marvel, Kamala, and this, like, fangirling over Captain Marvel. I think it's amazing. And just how they told the story felt very phase one to me. Hmm. And I thought it was just, like, it was just a fun comic book movie. I, I, I think a lot of the internet comments are a lot of bigoted fucking people. And I feel like right now we are at the fucking worst time for... Just There's a weird like, war going on like, with all that kind of stuff back and forth, like, men and women, and I, I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird world yeah. right now. Yeah, I, I, I see it like right now. Like I'm a Doctor Who fan, and we're about to we're getting our brand new Doctor, who is both the gay black man. 
and people are fucking losing their minds. I bet you he's going to be fucking fantastic. The same thing yeah, happened when there was mind. a woman uh, cast as Doctor Who. Everyone was like, oh. Yeah. And then some people, she's their absolute favorite incarnation of Doctor yeah. Who. So. She was so good as the Doctor. She like <laughs> she was hilarious. She was charming. She was fun. You couldn't help but love her. Like, you couldn't. And she wasn't sexualized at all. Like, you, when I say, like, you love her, it was just like, I just want to be her friend. She looks yeah. so much fun to be around. Like a Samantha like, Carter type. <laughs> she was so good. That's funny. She was just, and I enjoyed every fucking second of it. Of just like, fuck yes, like let's do this. Like, well, it, we're it on was just somewhat like comic books. I was just curious. Have you ever watched The Boys? I've watched The Boys. I haven't watched Gen V yet. I gotta okay. get to that. I watched uh, that while I've been off work the last little bit here, and it's pretty fucking good. I was I didn't know what to expect because. I just saw a few clips on TikTok here and there. This is the only ex- like anything I've ever heard of it. And you like get into the first episode, you're like, "What the fuck? Holy crap!" And well, that's that's what the boys do, man. The fucking boys is fucking wild. It's just twisted and wild and great acting and, um, yeah. It's what do you say? Like it's a fucking good ass show. I actually started Gen V yesterday. I got about halfway through the first episode. It's easily easy to watch. I could, I could see oh, binging the shit out of that show too because it's it, it gets you right yeah. in right off the hop. You're like, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, so do, are you fully caught up on the boys? Finished it, yeah. So like the fucking superhero orgy, yeah. Or like when the tiny dude goes up a guy's urethra, <laughs> like that fucking. So shit much that they do the big like fucking dangling motherfucking <laughs> yeah. and then <laughs> and then like and they so did much. that fucking joke the joke that they were saying for uh how Ant-Man was going to defeat Thanos by shrinking down and then going up his ass and then expanding yeah it was like he's trying to get inside my ass like <laughs> that was fucking hilarious <laughs> like it was so fucking funny yeah and it's like so intense how they do that that show is fucking wild you kind of just glaze over that you were off work. What's up? Yeah, so obviously, you know, I kind of told you the story uh, a little bit, but I'll expand. Uh, we were hanging up some Christmas decorations. I did all the ladder work, like got all the lights hung up high. Um, decided to go back to my backyard because I was going to get some wooden pegs to strengthen some of the little old candles that we have as part of our fence. And... Uh, I go back. I'm like, okay, what the hell was I back here for? I went back to talk to Crystal and stepped down the sidewalk and I heard a loud clopping sound and hit the ground like a sack of shit. Um, ankle twists of a very severe degree. <clears throat> I knew when I went down, I was like, oh, fuck. I laid down for a quick second in the dirt because it's like a garden kind of area. There. <laughs> it was like, maybe I'll be okay. Maybe it's not as bad. But I was like, no, I think I broke it. I heard a clopping sound. Like I invented the word clopping because that's the fucking sound that I heard. It's like, literally, it was like, whop. Get to the hospital. Uh, I'm sitting, first of all, okay, so Crystal gets me in a wheelchair, gets me in there, and she didn't park because she pulled the car brake so the emergency to let me in. So she leaves to go um, park the car. I'm sitting there in this wheelchair, and I like the person in front of me goes, so then it's my turn to move up. And I'm like, I try to like move up and I can't fucking work this wheelchair. Some lady, like two people behind me comes like, Oh, here, I'll help you. This is how these work. You have to pull down on this. Like, I don't fucking know. I've never been in a wheelchair before. <laughs> so she helps me get the fu- up to the front. Crystal comes back in talking to the nurse at triage. He's checking my vital signs and he looks down at my ankle and he's like, Oh yeah, it definitely looks deformed. And when I heard the word deformed, fucking everything went completely <laughs> black. <laughs> I, I, my vital signs dropped. They couldn't get a pulse on me. They couldn't get a heart rate. They thought I was having a heart attack. I fainted four times. I thought I got into a hospital bed. Crystal explained to me afterwards that four men, four large men lifted me into the hospital bed. I don't remember that at all. Like <laughs> the good news is I got into a hospital bed very quickly. They did some x-rays and it's like a severe sprain. I didn't break the bone, which is good, but tore a bunch of ligaments and my fucking ankle is fucked. Like it's been three weeks, three and three weeks and a bit now, and I'm just starting to put a little bit of weight on it now, and like walk with an air boot on and stuff like that. So, yeah. You react so poorly to bad news.
not not I don't want to kick you while you're down, but the fact that you fainted after hearing of a sprained ankle is actually hilarious. Oh yeah, it is fucking awesome. It's a great story now. In the moment it wasn't like Crystal was freaking the fuck out. My I was like limp. Like I just my brain was like, here's some fucking sleepy time. You don't want to have to live through this moment. Just just go to sleep. Like, <laughs> I, I, how are you gonna at, react if someone tells you like they wrecked your car or something? You just be like, like it's it's what? different <laughs> in scenarios. Like, because I've I, and I I've experienced this in my career lots as like when I was a carpenter, people would come out to me like holding fingers or like fucking horrific nail gun shots, and I had to be the first aider to like help them out. Fine, totally fucking fine. But me, and even me, like, I've had some pretty, like, good cuts where I'm like, oh, fuck, I should have done that. And, like, I hold it together. Like, I'll get a little sweaty and shit. But this was next level. Uh, maybe it was because I was in the wheelchair and just the whole scenario. But, yeah, it shut me off. And, I, like, it's not the worst thing. Like, imagine in a war situation, you're, like, running, storming the beaches in Normandy, and you fucking twist your ankle and you fall on the ground. But then you pass out and everyone thinks you're dead. So everyone just passes over you. <laughs> And then you get up a day later and you're like, Carl? How did Sean survive the war? Well, he played possum. Yeah, pretty much. No, it's not possum if you're fucking unconscious. (laughs) My brain was just like, no, too much. He wasn't worth the ammo on a double tap. That's what it was. Yeah, it's funny too, because like a long time ago, Josh went to give blood. And the second that he got in there, he read something on the like they make you read through a thing and do a checklist. And as soon as he saw the word AIDS, everything went black. So I, and I was like making fun of him for years. Like, like, and he's like, yeah, I can't give blood. And the same was true when his kids, when his kids were born both times, he had to like sit down in a chair and take some deep breaths. That's fucking wild. You guys have, I I was always fucking fine. You guys have trigger words that shut you off. That's yeah, fucking apparently. funny. You have like an emergency code that if they had said yeah. to you, you guys just turn off. That's fucking it's like funny. The opposite of a CIA agent who has trigger words. Yeah. I had like um, this is just not on top of. This is like to go with. Like I had a an interesting thing with uh, vertigo lately. I it's only yeah. ever happened to me once, but when it happened to me, it was fucking scary, and it came out of nowhere. So. I was uh, on one of the planes grooming it. <clears throat> go to the labs to go take out the garbage, and um, and uh, the the plane felt like it was falling, like just tilting oh, to one side. Like I to that point, like I fucking grabbed onto the to to the like lav door as whole because like, i felt like i thought i was falling yeah and then the guy across from me was just like dude are you okay because like nothing happened <laughs> weird and then just you know what's really fucked up dude as we get older these certain little things can just happen and you're like what the fuck yeah like it's a weird we're, we're very strange um creatures I, I i can't like i can't even describe like the feeling like the like like there goes like you didn't feel that he goes like feel what like I've like I felt oh, insane oh, wow. for and then I just That's felt insane. off the rest of the fucking night like because it's only happened once it's only like this is the only time this ever happened to me this is just felt the it felt the plane was just <laughs> going like this for some reason Whoa. too much weight to one side and then the like fuck like it just felt like, like that's the only way I can describe it it was fucking crazy yeah that's insane scary too because like and i you know and if any if i've learned anything over this last couple weeks like when you walk a mile in someone else's shoes or like experience something other people deal with every day and you just get a small sample your example with vertigo there's people who suffer with vertigo every single day they have a fucking hard time living like you getting an insight into that is like oh fuck like can you imagine like having to deal with that shit same with me with reduced mobility right now it's like fuck i like the people that have to deal with this all the time like oh my god it's fucking nuts man like yeah i know uncle sparky gets like virgo every once in a while but i could not like it just came out of fucking nowhere yeah and like like i've had dizzy spills too 
I've had dizzy spills like my yeah. like ever since I was a teenager because of like concussions and shit. Yeah, but like the this felt like something completely fucking different. I legit felt like I was gonna fall. Like it was. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's scary it's weird, though, those moments, right? It, it, it's it is weird, like scary. we said. There's so many things going on inside of our head, and it's like one tiny little misstep or misbalance, and you're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> oh, it, it's it's insane. It is absolutely insane, and it, it, it like I just I, I I had trouble coping after that. I was like, I I need like the even the guys around me were like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, I don't know, but I think I might have had a moment of vertigo. And then, like, I explained yeah. what happened. They're just like, "Have a seat. Here's some water. Like, like, let's chill for a fucking minute, and then uh, let's go." And like, yeah, it was fucking wild. It's been a interesting couple weeks. I can say this: I've had a few, like, quite a few, extremely heartwarming moments since I got injured. People going out of their way to run and open doors for you, like old ladies. Like, what happened? Are you okay? Like, here, let me help you. Let me open this door for you. Like. I had a doctor's appointment and it's like a double door thing. Mm. And I saw this woman coming up with a baby and I was on crutches and a boot trying to like get over there. So I get over there, try to hold the door open. She runs past me and grabs the door. She's like, Oh, I'm holding it over for you. Mm. And I was like, Oh, okay. Thank you. And then another old lady was waiting inside. Like, here you go, sir. And I was just like, man, people are the fucking best sometimes. Sometimes man. Like, like, it's nice to reflect on those moments too, to be like, I love people. sometimes. I like how in the same conversation we went from people can be so bigoted to fuck people are the best sometimes. They are. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it's a difference between like, I don't know, like when someone sees someone in trouble, like they, they'll help them out. Like, yeah. you know, and, and that is the thing. Like if I ever see anyone in trouble, I will help them out. I, I Same. Yeah, of course. If to, I can do something, I will. To a fucking fault. But like, I will, uh, like yeah. whether it's, and if they don't want my help, that's fine. That's one thing, but like I will always offer it. Like, it never know. hurts to be kind. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and it, it's cool when you live your life in such a way where you try to like embody that and always try to start with kindness. Yeah. And then when you see oh, it returned, you know, tenfold by strangers, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. No, it's fucking nuts. Um. A huge shout out to Crystal during this time because she's been waiting on me hand and foot. I've never once in my life been the guy who's like, make me a sandwich, please. You know, I'm like, I'll get, I'll make my own sandwich. Would you like one too? You know, but this, it's like, I can't fucking do this. I can't walk there and then go back. She's been like cooking every fucking meal, every dinner, just taking care and working full time while my ass is at home and I'm going from the couch to the bedroom. Fuck. You know, we do that. You know, every couple does that. You take care of the other one when they're down, but it's just fun. Yeah. Like, I've never been that helpless when it comes to mobility, where you're just like, you forget to grab your water bottle off the fucking counter. You go sit down and you're like, I'm so thirsty. I don't want to fucking go and do that again. Like, please, can you get my water? Thank you. You know, just those moments, right? It's yeah. uh, fucking awesome. Yeah, oh, it's, it must be nice to have the, someone who has your back like that. That's uh, good on you. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. It's what we all want and do try to be, you know. I do yeah. the same for her, so it's a two-way street, but it's fucking nice. I've done a lot of sitting on my ass, and like I said, I watched Pounded Through the Boys so easily because it's fucking entertaining. Rewatched The Goodfellas. It's a great fucking movie. Watched a bunch of movies, actually, that I haven't seen in a long time. It's been nice. Should get on Doctor Who, man. Now's the fucking time. You're sitting on your ass. You're not doing anything. First ten, first 10 seasons are on Amazon Prime, buddy. Yeah, no, that's something worth uh, looking into. I was looking at... Uh, I put How I Met Your Mother on on Disney Plus the other day just to do... Because I was doing a couple little things around the basement trying to hobble around and... I got right into it because it's been fucking five years probably since I did a rewatch. It was just like, you can't not, you know what I mean? When it's on in the room, it just catches you certain scenes, certain moments. You're like, oh shit, I'm hooked. And then like three episodes later, you're like, oh fuck, it's been an hour. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I haven't fucked around with that show in a, in a little while. But like personally, like right now, I'm going through all the Doctor Who because of like, they're, they're doing all the 60th anniversary stuff right now. 
So on this, like, so as I'm watching that, I'm trying to watch all this so I can catch whatever Easter eggs and whatever little things that they're, do- they're doing. Yeah, I see all the nuances. <clears throat> yeah, so. Have you finished all your, uh, the fuck's it called, the Star Wars show, the cartoon? Yeah, finished all of that. Um, yeah. And I'm getting through, I read the first book of that Vader series I was telling you about. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm like three quarters of the way through of uh, Revenge of the Sith. And I got to tell you, the book, way fucking different than the movie we got. Yeah. Oh, fuck. What came first? I'm assuming the movie. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But, like, you know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. someone wrote it based on the screenplay. So, okay. gotcha. So, there's that. But, like, reading that. And the manipulation that the fucking senator, uh, the what, uh, Emperor Palpatine was doing to fucking Anakin Skywalker, way more fucking heinous than what we, than what we got. Like the mind games, the like how he kind of separates him from the Jedi Order, how he plays him like a fiddle, how he shows him a different side of the Sith. Like when he explains to him that he was he is in fact a Sith Lord, he goes like, "Well, man, it's just a difference of opinion. It's not good and evil. It's I just use all of the Force, and you guys use some of it." Like, like he makes it seem like it's so much more. That makes innocent. a better sense of oh. it all because it was kind of like a little boy who's this happy, go lucky, good kid. And then all of a sudden he's a fucking monster, and you're well, like, "What happened? How the fuck do you go from that?" Well, like to that? You, you see it in him a little bit because he has that because he was raised to have emotion. Most Jedi's are like are found as babies, babies. and they kind of and yeah. they they teach you how to control your emotion. They're not like Vulcans where they give it up, give it up, but you yeah, use yeah, your yeah. emotion and like so you you may have love, but you learn to disassociate from it. Yeah. So it, it's very interesting how this happens. But because he never had that, he was too old. So you see that in Phantom Menace where he was too old to start the training. He was legit too old to start the fucking training. But they trained him anyway. And then his flaw becomes like his love and his loyalty to his friends and family. Like how much he cares. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting because, like, uh, you, study. I bet reading those books, it must have been kind of cool. And and. And it becomes a different perspective of because he he kind of turns to the dark side because he loves his wife. Yeah, he wants to protect her. That's what it was. And it's just this wonderful story of man, like he you would do anything. Like what? Where's the line of what you would do for someone you legit love? And it's yeah. crazy to find out that Anakin didn't have that fucking line. Yeah, for sure. Well, obviously, with what we know, it's yeah. Uh, but I I really recommend if you can get your hands on it, give it a read because it's how big of a read is it? Uh, it's like a like if you got just that novel, it's like a four hundred page thing. Huh. Something like, like that you could easily get into reading because it's like yeah, you know the characters, you know the the dealio, right? And the cast is already in your head, right? So you can kind That's of play it out in your imagination. Like easier, I, I think yeah. I talked to you, I think I talked to your brother about this. Like when I read, I I cast people, whether they're actors or people I know, and like if I if I read the book after a movie comes out, then I just use the, that template, and it makes me enjoy it more. Huh. I love the idea. Like when you read a book, it's funny too because you create characters in your head, like I do. Anyways, I don't yeah. I don't take people and make them that character uh, there's a new person that is developed and created based on what i'm told and the information i'm given and the way they interact and then you see like a movie cast and you see the people and you're like he's all wrong that's not what he's supposed to look like or even worse biographies but you never saw the person then you see them you're like that's not the guy you want to hear <laughs> something fucked up though i'd love to you you physically can't do that you can't make someone up per se at That's least in your mind people say but i disagree yeah i i i've like seen articles on this like it's like yeah, everything that you have ever seen everything you've ever seen is based on people you've already seen 
they say the same thing is true about dreams that you can't make a person that's not real. Like there's been articles written, no one can prove anything, but it's like a theory that every person you interact with in your dream is someone that you saw in person. It's not fact. It's just a opinion, but <clears throat> I don't know. It makes sense in ways like you can pull from anybody. He can be like, he kind of looks like that. Or I don't know. It, like when with books, they do that, right? They tell you what the person looks like and you just fill in the blanks, but yeah. each person's blank is going to be different than the other. But yeah, exactly. But everyone, them. everyone kind of stems from somebody else is what I'm kind of also kind of saying. Like, like, because like I don't think that we're physically capable of creating some like a I person. The way like what you're a good example of like, at least a face. I, I think it's a face you can't just make. Yeah, it's like reading the book The Outsiders. You know what a fifties greaser kind of looks like in your head because yeah. of everything you've seen to like make you think of a fifties greaser. And then when you like read the book, it just fills in the blanks a little bit. Oh, that guy's got blonde yeah. hair. Okay, that guy's got brown hair and you kind of go from there in your brain but i know what you mean yeah i hated that that's why using outsiders i hated the movie i was like they don't look anything like they're supposed to there was a couple of the characters i thought looked like they were supposed to but the majority of them i was like they cast this movie terrible and then i find out after watching it and hearing that everybody loves the movie and it was like they think that the casting was perfect and i'm like i fucking disagree you know, that's not, that's not my pony boy. That's not my, how I fucking thought he was supposed to, I don't know. It's just funny the way that goes, right? Yeah. But I got some books to read one of these days. I got a fucking pile, man. It's in this big chest and I keep adding to it because I see this book. I'm like, oh, fuck, I really want to read this. But then I never make the time to read. And then I'm like, feel. So that's the thing. I try to, I try to make time to fucking read. Like I have a stack of fucking books that i'm trying to get through <coughs> i'm trying to stop myself from buying new books because but then like you see some and you're just like ah like hillary can read give her like 25 minutes i think she can bang out 100 pages it's fucking insane like she once read a whole book on a fucking flight that's Is she one of fucking those people insane. that's like i i i would have to assume so because you can follow, this is what I like, uh, I learned about speed reading. I took a small class on it when I was a kid, but you just follow the words. Like I had an English teacher who was like, she could read a book sitting in front of you by speed reading it. And she's the one that kind of taught us the little course on it. But it was, oh. you just, the reason that you have such a hard time, you, every single line, when you go, go read this way and then you got to find your spot and you got to find your spot. If you just trace it with your finger, you're saving so much fucking time right then and there to, it's like yeah. reading subtitles in a movie. You can keep pace with that fucking movie, but in a book it's different. I don't know. It's weird. Well, like, you know, right? in a movie you're, you're hearing it too. So it kind of like, I find that would help with the reading it. Yeah. But like, yeah, no, like with me, like, like certain things will take me like a while or like I'll lose concentration and then I have to go and find back to where I was or For all sure. that stuff. That's like, a lot of it, right? Yeah, whereas, like, she'll just, like, sit there and have a cup of tea and then just be like, yeah, no, I just, like, read 50 pages. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm it's on been like four. Yeah, like, it has been, like, eight fucking seconds. 50 fucking pages? Like, I'm over-exaggerating a little bit here. Yeah, I but, get like, you, though. But, you know, she's also, like, university educate, like, went through studying and, like, she seems like a very smart lady. No, I'm not saying yeah. that you're not a smart lady. I'm just simply saying I could be a smart lady if I wanted to. I bet you fucking could be, and I don't dispute that. I'm just simply saying that when you're dialed in on that resource more, it yeah. is a benefit to your skill set. Like she, like honestly, on the flight back from Greece, she read a whole book. Yeah, that that's in fucking insane to me. Like. I once like spent an afternoon at chapters at the Starbucks w with a book I just bought and I read a hundred pages and that took me like three hours and I was like, man, good for me. And then That's like, funny. if I gave her fucking three hours, I bet you she could like just crush it. Oh, just destroy any fucking thing. I think it has to do with like her level of interest in it though. Yeah. So that she, makes sense too. Yeah. Like if she can't I was get just into it, then say she... there, 
I hate Josh and Jen because they'll I'll be sitting with them at a family event and they're like, "How many books have you read this year?" And Jen's like, "Oh, I don't know, 194." Josh's like, "Oh, I'm at 300 already." And I'm like, "Are you guys the fuck?" Yeah, like you guys suck. And they're like, "I'm exaggerating a little bit, Three- but like." Okay, but like Josh legit hasn't read 300 books in a fucking no, year. I don't think so, but you never know. Like they'll do a book a week or a book every three days, and Jen's like, "Oh yeah, I've read. I'm on my like." 38th book this year or like something stupid I, I don't know the exact numbers that have to like get them to chime in on this but like I, it's fucking insane I can't I did a shit. I did a book in uh, every month I did 12 in a year and I thought that was fucking something yeah that's amazing yeah but like there are people that do a book a week I have a, a friend uh well like I haven't we haven't been close in years but like I follow her on Instagram and stuff and I see her stories all the time where she just Reads a book a week on top of being a mother, on top of having a job, on top of being uh, getting like a master's degree. Yeah. And then she Where just did we reads. Go wrong, <laughs> like, 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 on top of all these other very difficult fucking things you're doing, you're reading a book a week? Like, yeah, some of them are probably like 300, 400 pages or whatever. But like, let's break that down. So, seven days in a week. Let's call a, the class of. A, a, a decent novel, 450 pages. Yeah. So, like, so that divided by seven, just real Eight, quick. Just Seven times seven is 49, so it's basically yeah. 70 pages so, a day. It, it's 64 and a half pages. So, like, 60, let's call it 65 pages. So you have to sit down and read 65 pages of something every day to read something in a week. What's crazy, though, Tom, is they would say the reason I can do all the other things is because I crush those 65 pages a day. Oh, probably. You know what I mean? Like their love for it. Like I got to find like, I got to find like breaks within my work day where like people aren't fucking talking to me. Like I can't read a book in the lunchroom. The moment I'm in the lunchroom, someone fucking, no, no, no. It's like the TV on fine, whatever. But someone, every single time I crack a book open and there's people around, that's when someone wants to fucking talk to me. Cracking a book open should be the international sign of fuck off, don't talk to me. It should, and I never interrupt someone when they're reading a book. I don't care. I don't need to talk to them. Read. Yeah. Yeah. You like, I, I, mean, I remember I being, I remember when I was a trainer at FedEx and I was on my break and I was reading my book in the couch and this new fucking hire wouldn't stop asking me questions to the point where like, listen, man, I understand that you want a lot to learn and all this stuff. This is my break. I will talk to you in 30 minutes. Yeah. But until that that time, I'm not fucking talking to you. For sure. You want to talk to me about anything else? Sorry, go ahead. I'm just exactly the same way. I've had people many times come and try to talk to me while I'm on my break. And I'll I'll humor them for a quick sec. And then I'm like, okay, hey, um, just so you're aware, like, I, this is my break time. I get paid to have those conversations with you. I don't want to have them right now. This is my fucking time. So would you mind like doing me a small favor and courteously fuck off? And I mean that in the nicest, most respectful way possible. Thank you. So like sometimes I'll like, yeah, sometimes (laughs) I'll sequester myself and like we have a bag room office, but all the bag, like all the outbound flights are done by like 10 o'clock. So I still have like four hours left on my shift. I'll like, go and like in that office and then just chill there for a little while and like read my book in a quiet spot but then someone always fucking finds you they always fucking find and you're just like i just want to sit comfortably and read my book they're like hey so you we got this flight yeah i fucking know go away I, i find funny with readers too like i've heard my sister say this before I didn't really like that book. And I'm like, if I don't really like that book, I'm not going to make it past page 10. You know, like you Here's... have to have a catch that gets you in. How the fuck do you make it through a 400? No, no, I, 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 I'm going to defend Jen on here. I'm going to defend Jen. And here's what it is. You gotta, you gotta see the whole thing through to know. I get it. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Like, I guess sometimes. So like, catch. I read a book called, uh, name of the wind. Long ass book, but I gotta tell you, 
fucking phenomenal. I like the story. I like where it was going. I got then there's a second one called Wise Man's Fear. And I was like, fuck yes, I'm gonna read the shit out of that. Night and day fucking different. I was expecting like if that was a new hope, I was fucking expecting Empire Strikes Back. I was expecting yeah. like some big ass fight scene. I was expecting like this guy. To... No, what I got was a thousand fucking pages of nothing. And like, I got to go like, it, like I was reading through it going like something has to happen. <laughs> you didn't just write like, a, like honestly, Sean, it was over a thousand pages of literally fucking nothing happening. I was furious. And the person that recommended it to me, like, wouldn't even hear me talk about how bad it was. Like, nothing happened. He goes, yeah, but it was, like, really well written. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if you use commas properly. I, like, like, what the fuck happened? Like, I want a story. I don't give a shit. Otherwise, what happened in that story was just, it's like, if you took the Lord of the Rings and then you cut out all the fight scenes and just made it about walking. Yeah, that would be pretty ba- pretty brutal for sure. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. And, like, there's supposed to be a third book that this author is fucking dilly-dallying on, and I was just like, whatever. It'll come out if it ever does. It's like the people that are waiting for, like, the last book of Game of Thrones. I don't know if George R.R. R. Martin fucking has it in him or not. But like, Yeah, it's pretty funny, eh, the way that that whole situation yeah, yeah. is going. Yeah, so like I, I don't know, man. Like that's why you're... Up, I was you're right yeah, to defend Jen there. Yeah, I was just wanted to say while well, you brought up Lord of the Rings, I made Crystal watch the first one at like nine thirty at night, and it's like a three hour movie, and the first one does not fucking hold up very well at all. She was like, I she was so mad. She's like, are you you just wasted three hours of my fucking life? Like at the time when it came out, it was like the first movie of its kind, and it was like this huge epic tale. It does not hold up that well. The second one's where they start to hit their pocket. Um, I'm gonna have to fight you on this one too, Sean. Yeah, have you watched what the it actual fuck doesn't hold up? Yeah, I watched it, it on my trip like, to Germany. Yeah, it, I don't know. It it just isn't very exciting at times and some of the cgi and like obviously you just kind of have to forget that okay. stuff and i did okay you I, have I to like, accept cgi it. for what it was I know. but you gotta and, and admit like, at the same the time orcs... I, say this, I got her into it and she watched the entire thing but it would afterwards you're just kind of like she was she was like what the fuck and i was like when they're I, in the mountain cave the one and the third one because you don't get to meet smeagol you don't have like a lot of those moments right it's just a weird little tale and you know nothing about it leading into it i get why she felt the way she felt but like i i, mean, I told her once once you begin the lord of the rings you must complete the lord of the rings so we do still have two more movies to watch but it was i, funny. I think like, that, i was like Ugh. it's a bit of an outlandish opinion to be honest the saying that they don't hold yeah up. it was it was a bit wild but not really because there's a shitload of people like i'm gonna reference randall now <laughs> like it's three fucking movies it's just people walking about you know i get where he's coming no, no. from on that whole thing I, I used to feel i used to feel the same way but i gotta say if you watch the extended cuts and you see it for what it is and yeah, you see it as a whole one you're in but the first one's no man bit. first one's amazing all three yeah. are amazing you just got to understand that you're not reading them you're, the first story is an introduction yeah Hundred percent. So you You're don't expect you don't expect a climax. You it ends perfectly well. The gang is all fucking separated. One of them yeah. die. Two of them die. You don't know what's going to happen next. Two little hobbits are outside of their home on their own, trying to figure this shit out. That's way it beyond their capacity. Like a, kind of a such, moment of like such despair. a fuck a downer. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. No, it's funny. I just, you said Lord of the Rings and I was, it was like fucking a month ago now that I made her watch that, but I'm going to get her back into the other two. It's going to be a hard sell, but I'm going to get it. I'm going to have to pull it. It's my turn. When you get to the battle, um, what's it? Oh, fuck. I forget what it's called. They have all these weird fucking names, but once you get to that big battle in the two towers, like that's, that's wild, but like there's a lot to get you there. And if you, you can't like, like, there was a weird pocket I read, of that, I, hey? 
Yeah. Like, I read The Hobbit. is what I was going to say. Yeah. I I read The Hobbit. Yeah. And that was fucking hard. Yeah. Because J.R.L. Tolkien was all like, "Uh uh-huh, this is a tree. And I'm going to give you 100 pages on why the tree looks the way it does. And you're just like, yeah, huh. That's an over-exaggeration because The Hobbit's like 350 pages and should be considered the easiest one to fucking read. I'll tell you this right now, Sean. It took me a year to fucking read that. Yeah, it's a long-ass book, that's for sure. But it's hard. But it's not. All over the fucking place, too. That's the thing. Like, it is and it isn't. You're just, like, you're just reading it and you're reading it and you get, like, a page and a half and you're just like, fucking get to it. Yeah, for sure. Sum this shit up any fucking time there, (laughs) J.R.R. Like, holy fuck. Like, you could, yeah, man. I get it. They're on a path. Which way are they going? And like, and, and another thing about this path you need to know. And like, just, do you think this, like, have you ever seen the woods? Let me describe what a woods is. And you're just like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. Let's fucking get to it. I have one more point to bring up about Lord of the Rings before we move on from the subject matter. Because this morning while I was visiting the facilities, I was scrolling through TikTok and I saw an interesting story about J.R.R. Tolkien after he wrote um, the first Lord of the Rings book and it came out, a fellow by the name of Sam Gamgee wrote him a letter and wanting to know like, hey, how did you choose the name Sam Gamgee? Like I've, you know, lived a pretty crazy life all over and I've never heard of someone with my name. And J.R.R. Tolkien was like super intrigued by this, that there was actually a Sam Gamgee. So he messaged him back and like, I'd love to know the entomology of like how you got your name. And so they were pen pals back and forth kind of writing to each other about uh, the legacy of Sam Gamgee, the real. And he wrote the other two books and like made, kept a good passion of Sam Gamgee and was like, I hope that you continue reading and you enjoy the um, journey of your namesake. And like they have uh, documented letters of them back and forth. Like what a cool ass thing to fucking have to see your exact name in something and be like, and then actually have the person correspond with you and have it become so famous. I thought that was pretty cool. That that would be cool. That's why one of my goals, I would love to see a Tom sides on screen or in a book. We talked about that very early on about how uh, it'd be weird to see. Well, I I happened to a guy I went to school with in elementary school. You ever see the movie bad company with uh, Chris rock and uh, Anthony Hopkins? Oh fuck. It sounds super familiar. I I can't think of it right now, but I, so Chris Rock has a twin brother in that movie and who dies and he takes over him and then he gets recruited by Anthony Hopkins to take over the mission that he's on or whatever. But that character's okay. name was Michael Turner. And I went to school with a guy named Michael Turner and I was like, that's fucking, fucking cool. Like, I don't know. Like, like, dude, like it's your fucking name. Like, like you're in the fucking movie. That's fucking nuts. Like, yeah, I feel cool. like it's possible. What is that movie with uh, Jennifer Aniston, one of her early ones, Office Space, yeah. when the guy's named Michael Bolton, is it? Yeah. I, 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 haven't seen my, I haven't seen Michael Bolton, uh, sorry, the Office Space since like the late 90s. So I have to... Really? That's, yeah, you'd love I, it. Well, it's I, I, it's I easily rewatchable, it. I'll say that. Yeah, unlike the fucking Lord of the Rings, you fucking deviant. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it, but it's a yeah. long watch, and yeah. it, it's funny. Uh, yeah, it's uh, good shit. Well, yeah, well, you gotta, you got, you do gotta commit. Listen, man, I do have to wrap up this episode because I have to get ready for work. I okay. still have so much to fucking tell you. I have so Me much too. to talk to you about. Same, it's been fun. I missed you lots. I, I missed you too, buddy. But like, I don't know. I, from what I can see, uh, tomorrow I have a day off. So if you want to do the same bad time, same sure bad channel, bang something out like that for sure. We got a, We got a lot of. We got a lot of podcasts to make up for. So I. I say. Uh, yeah, this is true. This is true. Uh, all the people that bothered me. Here it is. We did it. We did yeah, it. yeah. So we'll, we'll get this out as soon as possible, and we'll get some more out. We're back. We're gonna get back on the fucking grind train of doing this. We're gonna start making right. time. All right. Okay. Between Take trips care of yourself, and. Tommy. And all this stuff, like, with so much to discuss, so much to talk about, so much bonding to get into. We'll talk right. about it all. Thanks for one tuning thing in. I wanna, 
quickly bring up before you leave. There's like a sides family curse sometimes of us being great, um, cynical shit talkers and then doing it to each other. And then people not talking at times too, you know, like sometimes we really grind on each other and, uh, it's not related to why we took a pause. It's just one of the things that we take on the character sometimes of abusing each other on the show. And sometimes <laughs> we, uh, go a little far with some losing some sight on some of that stuff. And it's something we have to manage at times too, of not being total assholes to each other. Not that we ever have been. It's just a funny sides thing that, um, we're good shit talkers and we're good at getting under each other's skin sometimes too. I think. Are you trying to tell me something? No. Are you trying to tell me something? No, I just. It just, uh, it came I, I just of, sometimes we. It came out of. I, I wanted to. It came I out like of nowhere. I like loving you, and sometimes I worry that I hurt your feelings sometimes with some of the bits that I do or get under your skin. And it's never my intention to push you away, is all I'm saying. Nor me. All of this it, w- went without being said, but yeah, man, I love you too. Just and, saying. I like your face. That's all. Yeah, I miss, I miss doing you the podcast with you. Yeah, so. I I miss doing it too, man. It, it, for record, for I'll say this on air. Wasn't because I didn't want to talk to you. It was fucking shit got busy. Yeah. Oh no. I and, and I and then like that's the, the only way that I can explain it is I was grinding at work. I was trying to get on over all the overtime I could, and there's only so much so many hours in a day but it would not and i hope you don't think it no, was personal because it really wasn't because you know, like when you're firing off such amazing puns all the time you don't realize that others can't fire off puns like you sometimes and i don't ever mean to make someone feel like they can't be good at doing puns too That's all right funny. all right this <laughs> this turned into a this turned into a fucking downer of an ending. We were so good with talking shit about Lord of the Rings, and now, now look at us. <laughs> All right, well, I'm you fucking kidding. stuck stuck around this long for that little diatribe. <laughs> Thanks for listening for two sides of the story. There. I think you're reading it the wrong way. I think I, it was meant not as what you think, more as like, a, I love you, buddy, and I okay. hope you have a good rest of your day. <laughs> I love you, too, and I hope you do, too. I just feel like yeah. all of this, all of this could have been left unsaid, and we would have just been fine. But here we are now. Now I'm going to overthink this and talk about it with my therapist. Thanks a lot, Sean. <laughs> um, I'll talk to you later. This has been two sides of the story this later, week. I'm, I'm, I'm Tom Sides, and this has been one side of the story. And I'm Sean Sides, and this has been one side of the story. Have a great day and week, everyone. And if we can keep not bickering at each other, we'll have another podcast. I think we'll talk about it. I guess. See you. <laughs> Have a great week. Size of the story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.